So this week we are going to talk about Prospect Place. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I hope so. You went and investigated it. I did. Now, do you know anything about the history? You know, um, not really. And I do want to say that I'm actually coming into this not warmed up. I had no idea that Morgan was going to be doing this as the story. Um, but I, I remember a couple things about uh, Prospect Place. I remember that um, they said that a little girl had died there, like she'd fallen off like the second story balcony. And then um, it was a stop for the Underground Railroad. Yes. So I have a little bit of the history of Prospect Place. And then we'll talk about some of the experiences that other people who have visited have felt. And then I actually have a list of all the ghosts that are rumored to haunt this mansion. And then I figured if my mother would like to share, we could talk about any experiences she had. Yes. Yes. So if you're ready, do you want to hop into it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's definitely get into it because when we got there, um, it was, it was dusk. It was almost dark. And, um, Paul, you know, your daddy. Yeah. Um, we just seriously, no lie. We put brand new batteries in the camera. We took extras. We had them in the car. And then, um, our brother-in-law, he put fresh batteries in his camera and they each had digital cameras. And, um, as soon as we walked in to the building, like we were still in the first room that you walk into, uh, both their cameras went dead. So that's a little on the creepy side. Yeah. And cause you know, you always see that on TV, like where the power drains out of your electrical devices. Yeah. And, um, yeah, your dad cannot dispute that. No. So both cameras, you know, went dead because of the batteries were drained. And we went back out to the car and had to put new batteries in. And even then, we got very few pictures. Like, yeah, they still died right away. Yeah. So that was kind of strange. Well. For sure. That was one of the stranger things. Well, let me tell you about this place and then I'll tell you some more strange things that people have spoken of. Okay. Because okay. there was definitely a few particular areas that was very uncomfortable. Yeah. So a little history on Prospect Place. Prospect Place is a 29-room mansion built by George Wilson Adams, or G.W. Adams, in Trinway, Ohio, just north of Dresden in 1856. However, today it is the home of the nonprofit G.W. Adams Educational Center. The mansion is listed on the National Register of Historic Places in the Ohio Underground Railroad Association's list of underground railroad sites. So that's that's impressive. Mm. This home featured many new and, for the time, revolutionary innovations. It had indoor plumbing, which included a copper tank for the second floor, which pressurized water throughout the house. Two stoves had copper tanks, which heated water and allowed the home to have both hot and cold running water services. This is the second house to stand on the same foundation. The first house was destroyed by an arson-related fire shortly after its completion. The mansion was rebuilt after the fire with modern fire stopping added to it. 
The interior walls of the current house are solid brick and there is a two inch layer of mortar between the first and second floors of the house to block fire. Prospect Place also featured a unique refrigeration system to cool milk, cheese, butter, etc. A primitive form of air conditioning was created by bringing coal basement air into the living quarters during the summer months via ducts in the outside walls. So at least the house didn't suck to live in. No, you could tell it was um, at one time uh, really nice. And, you know, I think the, you know, the money that they get, even though, I mean, it's been 10 years ago or more since I've been there. Yeah. But any money that that group gets, you know, is to trying to preserve um, the mansion. Um, but it was in pretty uh, bad disrepair um, when I was there. Um but you could definitely see the grandeur of the place. Yeah. And the Underground Railroad operation conducted by G.W. Adams and his brother Edward was a huge undertaking. The brothers operated a flouring mill on the Ohio and Erie Canal and owned warehouses, a boatyard, and copper shops in Dresden. When men from the Adams Company would take flour to New Orleans, they would return with refugees runaway slaves beneath the decks of their boats. Wow, that was dangerous. Yeah. Um, that was one... There was really two places in particular inside the mansion that gave me, um, like I say, bad juju. Yeah. It just made you feel um, like something wasn't right. And in the basement of the property is where um, they had, you could see the rooms, the separate rooms and things they had for the under, Underground Railroad yeah, and the slaves. And in that section down there, um, it was just a very uneasy feeling. It was not a comfortable feeling. And it wasn't that, you know, I was claustrophobic or anything like that because it was fairly open um, but they did have the separate rooms. Um, but you just had a very uncomfortable feeling down there yeah. in the basement where the um, the slaves would hide. Well, there are quite a few different haunting evidences from Prospect Place. You figure, we'll get more into it, but there was a bounty hunter that was killed there. And I've heard rumors that a little girl died and that... One of his daughters haunts it, and maybe one of his sons, son-in-laws. But a lot of people who visit say they've seen moving objects, disembodied speaking like a young girl's voice, laughter, hissing, EVPs like "Come here, some more, get out." Wow, I I can I can see that. Um, like I said, you know, we first walked in, our batteries drained. Um, when I was in the basement, um, very uneasy. But the absolute worst place um, that I felt in this house was they took us, it was on the second floor, and you went out, outside on the balcony on the second floor. You walked down the balcony and then into a completely separate room. And this room, like you... Literally, you had to go outside and walk down the balcony to get to it. And it was their sick room. 
because you don't think about, you know, back then when someone yeah. would get sick. Yeah. Um, it's such a serious situation that they would completely isolate them from the rest of the household. So there was this sick room out there by itself. That's like being sick and lonely. And it was absolutely the worst feeling ever I've had was in that room. I couldn't wait to leave that room. Um, When we were there, um, they talked about people seeing a spirit like from behind the door and I could totally feel that in there. Um, It was, it's hard to explain, but I felt like we shouldn't be in that room. Yeah. It was just a very heavy feeling and I was relieved when I left that space. Now, what about the basement? Because a lot of the slaves who came to Prospect Place were, you know, seriously injured, and a lot of them died from shotgun blasts or wounds from animal attacks. You know, their journey to freedom was cut short in the safe haven of GW's basement, and they say a lot of those spirits still haunt there today. I I totally believe it. Um, Even though, like I said, I am a believer. Your daddy is not. Um, But, I mean, he couldn't even deny... um, Obviously, the battery's dying, um, draining both times. Um, but, you know, even he who's a disbeliever, you know, would say that, you know, he was glad to get out of those particular spaces. Um, and the photos that we took, which we didn't take very many because the camera died even with the second set of fresh batteries almost yeah. immediately. Um, but we did manage to get a couple from the basement and, um, and you think, well, you know, is it dust or is it really orbs? But in the basement, especially you could see quite a few orbs in the photos. Yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously when we were down there, it didn't seem like dusty or dirty or anything. I mean, it was a basement, but I mean, you know, as clean as they could get it. Yeah. (laughs) Is what I'm saying, but it did. It looked like there was a lot of orbs in the photos from the basement. Um, and there was a couple in another room that we took, um, but they weren't in all the photos. But there was, seemed like a bunch in the basement, which where the slaves were at. Now, I have a list of the ghosts that are rumored to haunt Prospect Place. Do you want to hear them? Yes, definitely. So the first one is Arguably the most famous ghost, if you know they they do exist, arguably the most famous ghost from Prospect Place is a bounty hunter. Because even though Ohio is a free state, there was a law passed where bounty hunters could go collect slaves who have, you know, run away to the north and take them back to their plantations down south. And they say that a bounty hunter came to Prospect Place looking for um, slaves and the ranch hands were not going to handle that well and they say that the bounty hunter was executed by hanging from the third floor through the hayloft opening in their barn yes and then the ranch hands then secretly burn the body and knowing that gw would never approve of their actions nobody ever spoke of the incident today however the restless spirit of the bounty hunter roams the barn where he died looking for revenge on the ranch hands who killed him they say you may sometimes feel a touch on your arm in the barn, or if luckily 
capture an image of a ghostly, dark-clad man on film. They talked about that a lot uh, when we were there. And I saw the barn. Uh, we didn't go out to it. Um, but it looked extra creepy. <laughs> it really did. You're like, it's okay. I don't want to go out there. And I want to say that the guides wouldn't go out there to the barn. And it wasn't that far away yeah. from the house. Um, but we could go out there. Like, we had to sign a disclosure when we went in there. And that included, like, if we wanted to go to the barn. And um, we opted not to go to the barn. Yeah, I can't say I blame you there. <laughs> yeah, but I remember there was a lot of talk about the the spirit in the barn. Well, moving from the barn to the house, they say a little girl fell from the front patio balcony, or from the front portico balcony, Yes, I remember they they told us they even showed us on the balcony that second it was part of I mean it was completely separate from the other second story yeah. balcony. It's kind of hard to explain, but um we went out there where she supposedly had fallen from that second story. They say that the young girl was afflicted with a fever and wandered onto the balcony one cold night in the winter. She lost her footing and fell over the low railing to the hard sandstone steps below. The story continues that the girl's body was not buried immediately as the frozen ground would not allow for the digging of a grave. The body was placed on ice in the basement in a pit originally designed as a refrigeration system for the home. Here the child remained until the spring thaw when she could be given a proper burial. The mother grieved for her lost child and visited the body daily until the burial. Today, the ghost of the little girl can sometimes be seen on the second floor near the door to what once was the balcony. Other observations of her have been made in the basement, the ballroom, and the upstairs parlor, the room in which she was kept when she was ill, which is today the guest bedroom. Her image has been seen standing near the fly fireplace mantle in that room. Oh. You could have stayed there, Mom. You could have stayed in her bedroom. Uh, no thanks. No thanks. How awful would that be <laughs> for the body? To just be in a cold pit in the basement. To be, and I remember that, and, and it was just like this, it was almost like a cutout well, but it wasn't deep, like where you, like you said, that you could put meat or whatever. Yeah. And kind of keep it refrigerated. Oh my God. Imagine having a body down there. <laughs> And go down and visit it every day. Oh, but while you're down there, you can grab your cold cuts. Oh, man. That's horrifying. <laughs> no well, wonder I didn't like it down there. Well, yeah, that explains it. You figure slaves and that poor little girl all died down there. Oh, no, no. So on a brighter note, let's move on to Anna Adams Cox. Anna Adams Cox was the eldest daughter of G.W. Adams. She and her husband, William Cox Jr., inherited the mansion when G.W. died in 1879. For many years, the couple lived a happy and high lifestyle within the mansion. William was known for having lavish balls and parties and for spending lots of money. It seems that eventually the money ran out, and that was, and that, was that for William. He boarded a train to Columbus one morning and was never officially seen again. Anna was left heartbroken and alone with her child, and the huge mansion. 
As time went by, many family heirlooms and even parts of the house itself, like the copper on the roof, were sold off to make ends meet. Anna died in Prospect Place due to complications from a fall on the ice at the neighboring river. She died lonely and broken, never knowing the fate of her missing husband. Anna still wanders the halls of the estate searching for the life and husband she once loved. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't... Um, they might have talked about her up in the bedroom section now that you bring that up. But I didn't really have any major experiences in, in the bedrooms or anything upstairs except for the sick room. I mean, it was a, it was a creepy house. I mean, if I was her, I'd be pissed. I would, yeah. I, I would not be a friendly ghost. No, I'd, I'd be a bitter ghost. <laughs> I'd be, yeah, I'd be bitchy. I'll say, I would not want people in there. But, you know, just that, and then they say just the sad wandering spirits of the slaves who were just trying to get free and whose lives were cut short. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely. Wander the grounds. Yeah, like I said, the basement, for sure. You know, and even those couple photographs, all those orbs, and you just, you know, you knew that you just shouldn't be down there. Yeah. You know, I had the separate, there was like two or three separate rooms kind of like cut out down there. And, um, but yeah, they took us right through that, that area that was uh, for the slaves and everything. And it was, um, it was very sad, you know. Because the rooms were small and you don't know how many, you know, were down there or what they went through to get there. Yeah. And, um, oh, it was a nasty night when we were there. It was like in March. And, I'll say it was rainy and cold, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. It? it was pouring the rain, except it was like sideways rain. And it was just cold and miserable. And I think it just put it even more in the perspective you know, when you're down in there and you're soaked and you're cold because we've been outside. And, yeah. And not even to compare what they went through. And you think, God, I think I'm miserable. Yeah. You know, think about, you know, what they went through. And then you're standing down there in these little rooms. And it was very oppressive. Now, was it just you four in the touring group or was there a big group of you? I wouldn't say there was a big group of us. There was like six. So there was, so it was us four and then at least one other couple was there. Maybe two other couples. Um, so it wasn't like it was like crowded or anything. It was like six or eight of us. And, um, you know, we could like go through at our leisure. We could even spend the night if we wanted to. And I'm assuming you didn't want to. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, I didn't want to because it was so creepy. And your dad's telling me it was because the beds looked dirty. <laughs> well, I'm thinking he just didn't want to admit it was creepy. It was creepy. <laughs> and, and I, I, no, it was not very inviting to want to spend the night there. I was going to say, not to change the subject, but for my father to say the beds look dirty... My parents and their best friends went on a motorcycle trip this past spring. 
and they stayed at some nasty ass motel. Oh my god! Where their friend found a bandaid in the bed, and oh all he did my god. was slap a mask on and go, "I'm tired. I'm going to we sleep." We were so exhausted. We were so exhausted, and not. You know what? I was gonna say not to get off topic. But you know what? When you get a bad hotel room, that's a horror story in itself. Yes. And let me tell you, word from the wise, do not freaking wait till eight or nine o'clock to try to find a fucking hotel room (laughs) when you're on a motorcycle and you've been riding for 600 miles and nothing is open and you finally find, you know, a motel six. Yeah, I think that would have been better. This was like a Motel 4. I think it might have been a Motel 3.5, but it was just so nasty and so gross, but you're so exhausted. I swear, we thought about just going out and sitting on the motorcycles and just going to sleep sitting up outside, but I'm afraid we'd have been murdered, and then we'd have been on another podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. So yeah. That same man said that the beds were too dirty <laughs> to sleep in at Prospect Place. I think he was just scared and didn't want to admit it. It was creepy. If he's willing to do that, but not this. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely creepy. I, I didn't want to spend the night. No way. No, I think you guys came crawling home at like 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we did because it was uh, quite quite the drive uh, for us. But it was a really cool experience. Um, I would definitely love to do it with some EVP. Yeah. Because I know you said that they've caught some EVPs. What would you do if you were holding that EVP device and you hear, get out? Because I think... um, I have a flight or fight, but it's 100% flight, so I would just leave you. I think the EVPs can be so creepy. Yeah. Now, sometimes... You know, you hear something and you can't make it out. You know, you can, you know, make it kind of like say whatever you want it to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one can really understand. But I've heard some EVPs that are so clear. And when you're sitting there, you don't hear anything. But then you play it back and you hear this voice. Oh, mm -mm, no thanks. You can tell a lot of times when maybe the ghost hunters have made it up or if you know they're scared shitless because they didn't hear that when they were in there yeah so i think evps are really creepy so i would love to um hear the evps from a place like uh, prospect place yeah we'd have to take in i don't know what they're called but they're the two metal things that look like oh god straws almost <laughs> yeah. i bring those up because Colin. So Colin and I try to be better for the environment and we use reusable straws. Right. And I was in the kitchen the other night and we had done the dishes and he pulled them out and looked at me and started like putting them across each other and went, <laughs> Oh, there must be a creepy spirit nearby. <laughs> There's a spirit. There's, There's a, a spirit, spirit. here. <laughs> Which I, I think there could be in that house. I do too. I've had some <laughs> creepy experiences. Yeah. And the house that Colin and I live in Coincidentally, it's my childhood home, but it was built like in the late 1800s and is yeah. very, very creepy. Like our basement is an old coal basement and it's the way it's built is super creepy. And then 
My childhood bedroom has a massive closet, but when it's totally empty, there's just like a weird little hallway back there. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of it's kind of creepy. I mean, I do think there were spirits there at the house, and I think, um, you know, when we first moved in, it was almost like they were testing us and yeah, they were playing with you and dad. Yeah, they like they might not have been um, one hundred percent happy, but then, you know, as time went on. I honestly think they saw that it was a loving family and, and, um, they never bothered me. Yeah. You know, even though I still like right now, I think I wouldn't be surprised if there was a spirit, you know, at the house, but I don't, I never felt threatened. No, they're not. They've never been mean to us. They like to play tricks on us almost. Yeah. Just to let us know, Hey, we're still here. Cause we've all had things happen. Like I was coming home late one night from a football game when I was in high school and I was in the bathroom down the hallway and I had shut my door, like a hundred percent shut, shut and locked it. And we had a metal banister that went up the stairs and around the stairs. And it sounded like just a piece of metal bouncing off the stairs, which totally scared the crap out of me right because i could hear you and dad snoring in your bedroom right and then i heard my door open and then shut and i had a whiteboard with a marker on it and like i could hear the marker bouncing on the door from how hard it was shut yeah and of course then i'm like do i go crawl in between mom and dad yeah or do i it, it could be disarming or do i grow a set and i go down the hallway and see what's happening yeah but, you know, like I said, they were, you know, at first, they, you know, were it kind of scared us, mm-hmm. you know, some. Um, but I, I really do. I felt like they welcomed us. Yeah. I've never felt threatened. I have, like, a big majority of the time felt like there's someone there, like, watching me, kind of. Right. But in all honesty, these spirits watched me grow up. Right. So I'm sure they just find it fascinating that this is what I've turned out to be. They've seen me my entire life. Yeah. And like I said, you know, after that first couple of days, you know, um, I think they were like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. Because was the house empty when we moved into it? I was so young. It was. It was. It was completely empty. Um, and the lady that was selling it, her dad had actually just died in the house. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. For real? <laughs> For real. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Her dad died there. I've always told people that for as old as the house is, I bet someone's died in it. Well, you But gotta... I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. He died oh, there. Oh, that creeps me out. No. I mean, but you know, especially an old house, there's probably been a lot more people than that has died in that house. Don't tell me that. I mean, I know but that. But it's true. I you know think that, about but I don't it. want to hear it. Think about it. You yeah. know, there's probably, you know, um, definitely more than him. But yeah, I guess they had moved a hospital bed into where the di- the dining room. A hospital bed was in there. <laughs> you didn't oh, know that I either, didn't did know you? That. <laughs> I didn't know that, but I always feel like... There's someone in the dining room. Well, now you know. He's probably looking for his bed. He's probably trying to figure out where his damn bed went. 
No, I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I doubt that he's the only one because it was such an old house. I say we have one of the oldest houses in town. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it's not just him. But they were okay with us. Yeah, thank God. I know. <laughs> thank God. But I had, I had no idea. Yeah. I for as long as I've lived there. <laughs> Sorry, ignore the rooster. Yeah, ignore that. <laughs> my parents live on a farm and have a ton of roosters, so therefore my mother has a ton of rooster decorations, including a clock. <laughs> yeah, it just went off. But yeah, I had Sorry. no, I, I, I had no idea about that. But I will say, I'm just glad it wasn't one of the bedrooms. No, no, they um. Because, you know, it's a two-story house, so um, I was told that they moved a hospital bed there into the dining room, and um, that's where he died at. And it was her dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But you got to figure, I bet he's not the only one that's died there. Oh, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's not, but it's just the fact that I now know... Yeah. That someone has died in that house. You're welcome. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. That's just what I wanted. I know. <laughs> now when I'm home by myself and it's storming out. Thank God I have three dogs, but most of them are chickens. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. Oh, God. But You're I, okay. <laughs> I, I think that's all I have to say about Prospect Place. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. No, it was... um. It was really a cool experience, you know. Um, we were all laughing and joking about it, you know. Um, but you know, I definitely, you know, once you walked in, you couldn't help but to kind of calm down and yeah, because it was such a somber yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't like a house you walk into and you felt all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, you definitely did not feel like that. And then to walk in and both you know, your dad and your uncle both be like, Hey man, what just happened? I could just watch the battery go dead in the digital cameras. And, um, so I don't know. It was uh, very interesting. Um, I'm glad we did it. It was a interesting thing to do. We'd always talked about it and then actually did it. I would, um, I would go on, um, another ghost hunt like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would, I probably would do like the EVP and stuff. Like if I would go with a team, I wouldn't go by myself. You say that now until you hear something. Yeah. I wouldn't go by myself, but you know, if Taps wanted me to hang out with them you know, or, or something. I'm not even confident <laughs> Taps is still together. Probably not. Oh God, Taps. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's all we have. And as always, thank you for tuning in for this episode. And like I said last week, I now have my email all set up. So send me your stories, um, anything you want to hear, questions you have for me. My email is a couple of creeps at gmail.com. And as always, keep it creepy, my friends, and I will see you next week.